Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Download episodes of previous shows. It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Soup, yo, double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KOP. It's going down. It's crazy. What's, what's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Hey, hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to another exciting podcast. It is a wonderful Tuesday. And ladies and gentlemen, let me just say it feels good to be uh, back into the studio. But, you know, today officially starts the semester, uh, spring semester for all of the Emory campuses. Now, unfortunately, a lot of students were able to, well, a lot of students are going back and they're uh, doing online learning. But I did see quite a few students here today. Um, this is a, it's a strange world we live in right now. A lot of things are, are changing up on us. A lot of people are doing online learning for this month of January. Um, that's to be true here at, at the Emory Systems, Emory University in Atlanta, Oxford College of Emory University, the Emory uh, Sewanee location, every Emory industry. Uh, for this month, they're going to uh, the style of it and doing online learning. So it is the unfortunate about it, but it, it helps keep us safe, y'all. That's the one thing it is about it. It's keeping us safe uh, when it comes down to uh, keeping students safe. And then February, they're going to uh, revamp, reopen and see where, we, where we're doing it. So, of course, I came in there and I saw it on campus. KOP Aftermath is not canceled. I can't cancel the show because you guys love it. Students love it. They need something to watch while they're at their dorm room or they're at home doing at home learning. They need something to watch. So, of course, for all of you guys that's been tuned in uh, for today's show, thank you so much. Of course, before we get into the housekeeping, uh, well, the special news for today's podcast um, today. Today's been a very great day, great day because I've announced, of course, you guys know, uh, Emory people know I make films, but my KLP Entertainment fans, you guys know of this, of course, we announced official uh, announcement about the sequel to my hit nominated film, Guardians. Of course, if you guys remember back in 2020, we made this film called Guardians. And it reached so many film festivals around the world, got nominated for quite a few, didn't win, but the nomination is always good. So I'm blessed to be even nominated and call myself now a nominated director. And it's been two years since then. So, of course, now we start production of the sequel to the Guardians movie. Of course, Guardians Battle, uh, Battle for Chutuck will be in production this year. And by the end of 2022, we'll have an official trailer. And it's just going to be... Finally, you guys, a lot of people ask, hey, where's Guardians? Guardians, the first one was good. Are you making a second one? And I, I say yes, but then COVID hit. A lot of things hit. A lot of other movies came uh, to production. And, you know, we didn't have time to really uh, sit down and, and to really plan out Guardians until a couple months ago. So now we're back in fruition with that. We're, I'm bringing Guardian Guardians sequ- uh, series back. 
And of course, the sequel is coming. Now we're going to move over to the announcements. Of course, the did you know? You guys know how we like to do on the show is I, I like to I tell you guys a did you know a factor of this? And I wanted to talk about this because it kind of reminds me of my childhood because I did watch the show as a kid and I had to been like four or five years old watching this show, uh, maybe even younger because, you know, it's about uh, Sesame Street. Uh, just to give you guys a little did you know factor, of course, the characters Bert and Ernie on Sesame Street were named after Bert the cop and Ernie the taxi driver in Frank uh, Champra's It's a Wonderful Life. So that is the the, the style of the character Bert and Ernie. Um, Bert and Ernie is actually one of my, well, it used to be, I don't watch Sesame Street like that no more, but um, back in the day, Bert and Ernie used to be me and my little brother's favorite character because they called us Bert and Ernie. Um, we went to a private school. They called us Bert and Ernie. Um, when we were kids, we have our, our, our brothers and sisters call us Bert and Ernie or Bert and Ernie. So we laugh at it now, but it, you know, those are our two favorite, my, we used to be my two favorite characters because me and my little brother, we were, we're, we're like this, you know, we are about 13 months apart. So Bert and Ernie. So when we ever got in trouble, my dad would be like, Hey, Bert and Ernie, come here. you like it, you know? <laughs> I laugh at it now because, you know, we did look like Bert and Ernie when we were kids, but, you know, with the glow up is real. We got more mature. Of course, I've got a full beard going on. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things that we, we, we laugh at now. We really do laugh at. Um, we I, I laugh at it sometimes when it comes up uh, in fruition for sure. So very excited to um, be very uh, talking about this uh, this topic because this is a topic that I wanted to talk about for obviously the podcast. But, you know, a lot of people and I did say this in the last show that a lot of um, African-Americans don't get recognized when they achieve something that as much like that. Um, and it's, it's a, and number one is a shame, but a lot of we, we when it's big like this, a lot of people don't get that recognition that's needed. So uh, this came across my desk this morning. And this is from, of course, today. Um, the late great Maya Angelou becomes the first black woman featured on U.S. quarters. Um, I want to talk about this because the other day we talked about um, Sidney Poitier and, you know, you know, his his recent death and his achievements. So, of course, it's fitting that we talked about it. Of course, the legendary Arthur and poet who died in 2014 is the first feature uh, in the series of new quarters issued by the U.S. Uh, Mint, of course, the U.S. quarter. Uh, the coin. Uh, the U.S. Mint said Monday it has begun shipping quarters featuring the image of poet Maya Angelou, the first coins in the American Woman's uh, Quarters program. Maya Angelou, an American actor, uh, actor well, she is an actress, American author, poet, and civil rights activist, rose to uh, prominence with a publication of I know why the cage bird sings back in 1969. Angelo, who died in 2014 at the age of 86, was honored uh, with the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2010, presented by none other than President Barack Obama. Uh, the quarter design, uh, despite, uh, depicts Angelo with uh, arms stretched, uh, outstretched arms. Behind her are a bird and uh, flight and rising to the sun. Very, very interesting for that because, you know, you guys remember her poets and this most famous uh, quote from the, 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 the poet is, uh, I can't really recite it, I rise. 
in the morning i can't even i'm not even gonna try to recite it because i'm probably gonna butcher it and get it wrong but um that's that famous that famous quote that you know a lot of people talk about a lot of people uh, crack jokes about i guess put it into a meme so i'm very excited that maya angelo has her quarter the united states of america will develop a quarter package so that way we all can see the quarters um, out there for the nation very very excited this is a huge milestone and what's sad about it is you don't and maybe hopefully news people pick it up but this is not what's in news right now I don't see CNN talking about this. I don't see Fox News talking about this. I definitely don't see CBS talking about this yet. Maybe I might have missed it today. Um, today news, they talked about it in their articles. So I really do hope that this becomes the topic of conversation. Acknowledging a wonderful author, poet, and actress, might I add, and a singer, might I add. There, she's rise to the occasion. Honestly, this should have this should have been happened, but. You know, it is what it is. Politics. I get it. We're not going to dabble so much into that. But that's always a nice kind of uh, uh, vibe to it. It's always nice to see something like that happen. I'm very, very happy about that. It's been, you know, a long time coming. Of course, more news and pop culture, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, see the teaser for Ye's documentary that has been in the making for 20 years. The series include raw footage of the rapper's early days as an up-and-coming artist. Of course, Kanye West will get their own will get his on his own documentary of course netflix has released a, a new teaser trailer for its upcoming documentary about the artist yay of course kanye west he changed his name to yay i'm calling i'm still calling him kanye west i'm not gonna call him yay i'm not gonna call him yeezus or jesus i'm gonna call him kanye west because as i was growing up loving his music to me you're you're kanye west formerly known as kanye west but with respect his name is yay now but Kanye West, of course, uh, Yeezus and Kanye trilogy follows uh, Kanye's journey, and he keeps saying Yeez, but I guess Ye's journey from expiring rapper to global uh, superstar features, imi- uh, excuse me, imitate footage of him recording in the studio and hanging out with his friends and family. Now, this is going to be quite in- interesting. I'm, I'm going to watch it when it gets released because, um, like it or not, with Kanye's uh, political views, Kanye's ideas. Um, I am more of an old Kanye West fan. Um, I haven't listened to his latest album, Dunda. I probably should because I can't really say that I'm not a fan of his new music because I haven't listened to his new album yet. So that might change. Hopefully it does change my mind, but I like old Kanye West because his music, his rap style was very, very raw. And I like it. I really do enjoy old Kanye West. So not to say that, uh, not to say that, you know, Kanye, new Kanye West is not great. I just prefer to have it to where um, there is a lot of old uh, Kanye West music. That's just me. Of course, more news coming from Tech News. And this next segment is presented by The Verge. Of course, this news source is coming from The Verge. Go check their website out. Check their YouTube out because they're really, really good. Of course, uh, Judge says that the FTC's meta monopoly lawsuit can go forward. Of course, a federal judge said that the U.S. Federal Trade Commission can proceed with excuse me, can proceed with an antitrust lawsuit against Meta, formerly known as Facebook. After dismissing the suit last year, the District of Columbia Judge James um, Brosberg 
said in an option in excuse me said in an opinion released today that the FTC's first complaint about stumbling out of the starting blocks, of course, but as but a revised version, um, Bossberg said makes the same arguments in with the fact that they are far too more robust and detailed than before. As a result, he's denying Meta's motions to dismiss and allowing the case to proceed. Although the states uh, that he states that the agency may well face a tall task down the road in proving the allegations. Here's the thing. This whole, Facebook's been in, in, in the lawsuits for a very, very long time. Um, in 2021, we all know that Facebook had their, their troubles, right? I, I don't see, and it, I, I might be wrong. I might be extremely wrong for this, but I don't see that Facebook will be facing too much of, uh, deep charges right now. I, I think they're going to beat it. I think they're going to, because you got to think about Facebook is a billion dollar company, right? As well as many other companies out there, Facebook Meta is out there and they have great lawyers. They have reputation. They have it to where they can out, outdo, not outdo the law, but they have a way of fighting their cases. And they have been fighting their cases. Um, some of the cases they have fought, they lost billions of dollars. I get it. So I don't see the lawsuit against Meta, Facebook, will be, they're going to proceed with the casings, but I think. This is an ongoing case and it's talking and that people are talking about it. A lot of people are going in and we're, we're getting kind of bored of it. We're getting kind of tired of the same kind of uh, issues that Facebook has faced throughout the last couple of months with their lawsuits. I don't I don't think it's going to go that far, but, you know, I could be wrong. I don't work for Facebook. I don't work internally with this case, but this is just how I do it. Of course, this next news announcement, of course, this is not coming from my phone. This is something that has been the talk of conversation all day today. And I got to say uh, very loosely here on the show of Kill the Aftermath Season 2, uh, go dogs! Congratulations to UGA's Georgia Bulldogs for winning the championships against Alabama. That has been the topic of conversation for all day. I mean, all day, everyone's been talking about the game. A lot of sports news, they covered the game, and, you know, there's so many things, of course. Uh, UGA, Georgia Bulldogs, win the game. Uh, their score, I believe, was 33 in Alabama, 18. So uh, this has been uh, we Georgia here, because you guys know where we're housed in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, so that's why some of my members, some of KLP Entertainment staff are voting for Georgia. I know I have some people, staff members, close friends, coworkers, who was rooting for Road Tide in Alabama. But um, we've been under drought. It's been 40 some odd years until we won a national championship. And that's why it makes this game uh, very, very special. That's why people are talking about it because the, the drought is, is gone. The drought has been gone and a lot of people have been enjoying how the game turned out to be. Um, there's been details about the game coming out um, for sure and they're going to do a celebration. I hope that they take precaution of COVID-19 because COVID-19 is there. I saw a glimpse of the game and a lot of fans are there, but a lot of them are not wearing masks. So again, you can't can't is some places are not a mandate for people to wear masks but i really do hope that it you know it they, they if they do a celebration i do hope that uh they, they keep safe that's all i can say on that uh one player i saw smoking a cigar uh while being interviewed a- after prior to their win, their win so i 
I mean, if, they, if that's something you want to do on national TV, hey, you know, power to you, man. But I saw that and like, is he smoking a cigar on national TV? And you're, he's still a college student. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Georgia is drought, of course, claimed his first national championship since 1980, y'all. It's been a very, very long time until we won a championship, but I'm very, very excited for that. Here's some notes from the game, of course. This one came courtesy of brushing bullying defense, occasionally beat against Tide, the, the Tide, Alabama, but never really broke. Of course, Georgia forced Alabama to attempt five field goals, blocking one of them. And the lone touchdown allowed came after the Crimson Tide used a turnover to set themselves up for a 16-yard line. Even then, the Bulldogs snuffed out the two-point conversion. Of course, the, the win gave head coach Kirby Smart, head coach of UGA 46, his first national championship and his first victory over his former boss. That has to be cool. That has to be the coolest thing that I've read that you just beat your former boss and everyone wants to beat their former boss in something. I haven't had a, an opportunity to beat a former boss. I did compete with one boss before with something personal, but that, that has to be cool. That has to be the coolest thing that you can beat your former boss in that very, very Exciting Alabama's Nick Saban, who was seeking his eighth title and seventh in Tuscaloosa. Uh, the victory topples uh, one of Georgia's biggest na- uh, nemesis. The Bulldogs were the seven-game losing streak to the Tide, including three losses in the SEC title games and a crushing double overtime defeat in 2017's national game. I do remember that because Chick-fil-A, a lot of people sponsored the whole games. So I do remember in 2017 where they went at it for the championship goal. Um, very excited for that. Again, congratulations to the Bulldogs. Um, you know, I, I'm a sports fan to an extent. I mean, I'm a football fan to an extent. Um, I do say to a lot of Atlanta teams, you know, you got the Georgia uh, Atlanta Braves to win the World Series. You got now the Georgia Bulldogs to win their uh, championship. So now I just got to ask Falcons, Hawks, uh, Stripers. Those are the only three teams that I can name of that's here in Atlanta. There's probably more. I forgot what are. I don't even know if we have a hockey team. Oh, um, Atlanta United. You guys, where's your championship at? You got to keep that reputation going. You got two of our six teams here, national, regional teams here in Georgia that win. Of course, that's the Braves and now UGA Bulldogs. So now the question does become Falcons, Hawks. Uh, Atlanta United, we need you guys to win your championship so we can be the superior state. I say that in quotations because, I, again, it, it, I mean, it, yeah, you know, but we're, we're rooting for the other teams to win their national uh, championships for sure. So we, I'm ready for it. So that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoy today's show. Please be sure to uh, tune in tomorrow's episode because we have so much to talk about. Of course, I do say to a lot of students, because uh, I did see quite a few students, not a lot that we're used to. I uh, hope that you guys stay safe. Um, I know online learning is not ideal for uh, college campuses right now, but you got to think about your safety. You got to think about the safety return. Make sure you don't catch the variant, the Omicron, Delta, IHU, or even the coronavirus itself. So uh, I, I do understand Emory's uh, decision to start online learning this month. Hey, it's just what we got to do to keep ourselves safe. And hopefully you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show. 
Oh, also be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel if you're watching the podcast right now on KLP Entertainment and Spotify video at Swanky93 or Emory94.6. And also, if you're listening to the show, share with friends letting you guys know that KLP Kennedy Lucas was live for sure here at the radio station to premiere this show for you guys today. So that's going to wrap it up. Uh, this has been the KLP Aftermath. As always, I like to say, stay safe, stay swanky. It's the KLP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 what's crack like? This is Big Snoop D-O-Double-G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy J. Radio. We're taking over the radio. You're locked in with KLP. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.